Welcome to another episode of the Sparkles of Gold Astrology Manifesto Podcast. My name is Nicolas Polimonacos, a.k.a. Sparkles of Gold. It's another episode of Three Questions with an Astrologer. And tonight I am with... Kristalin Vitovich. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't remember, uh, Kristalin, do you have another handle or... I, I am the real Kristalin. That's right. Yes. The re, yeah. Yeah. There you, are no doubles, no imposters anymore. Got rid of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. And um, and you know, for those who listen to this and know, uh, Kristalin doesn't know the three questions. Nope. Yep. Yep. And I like to keep my astrologers on edge. <laughs> so uh, let's start with the first question. Sounds great. Um, Kristalin, what's your favorite astrological technique? Oh, my favorite astrological technique changes depending on what I'm using. Um, I find perfections to be the most useful for helping people. It's very validating for them in their moment. Um, but I'm studying circumambulations and distributions right now, and it's fascinating. Okay, let's, let's stop right there. So let's, for those who don't know, where, where is that coming from? Uh, uh... Yeah, I'm a primarily traditional and Hellenistic astrologer. So I'm going through, I wanted to know, like, how do you use all the timing techniques together? What order do you use them in? And I found a list in Rhetorius. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've, I've been working with my mentor because I believe in constantly expanding your knowledge. Mm-hmm. I think astrology is a life to- lifelong study. Um, so I go through, I'm even learning ancient Greek right now to be able to get as close to the source as possible. Understood. How do you feel about the Dewey out your mentor? Oh, absolutely. Um, My mentor is Larry Arrington, Mm -hmm. delightful, wonderful human being. Um, We share the same rising. We have some really good synastry and uh, now a lifelong friend for sure. Yes. And I do know Larry, Mm -hmm. just for people who are listening now. So, um, okay. And, you know, not to, we'll go to the second question here, but, uh, you know, I'm curious when, when you, whenever you start astrology, we don't have to go with the timing, but like, what is a technique that you got into before? Like you were using before you switched up or like grew into something else. So, yeah. um, I got started with Hellenistic astrology. Cause again, I was trying to go as close to the source of astrology as possible. And so the first timing technique outside of transits was zodiacal releasing because right. it was called time Lord and I'm a doctor who nerd. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. am I. I'm a Tom Baker. I grew up with Tom Baker, Doctor oh, Who. I prefer yeah. David Tennant. I really loved the energy yeah. and the versatility. Yeah. But I can appreciate Tom well, Baker. That's my mom's who's favorite. the writer that, during the David Tennant and the guy who was there before? Russell T. Davies. Yeah. And he's taken over again. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah because he's back. the beginning, those years before, after, it kind of fell off. But those years yeah. were great mm-hmm. with, with uh, the other actress who is his cohort. Um, Billy Piper. Billy Piper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know her from another series, too. But yeah. they had great chemistry and the writing was amazing. Yeah, she was in, uh, oh, I forget what it's called, Penny Penny Dreadful. She She's in Penny Dreadful. Mm-hmm. She did something else on British TV where she yeah. was a, like a, a call girl. Yeah, that was like a yeah. sex worker. She did really cool. She's a Libra. I think, <gasps> I yeah. think so. Yeah, I haven't actually is. looked at her chart. No, I've seen I mean, David's a lot. Yeah, oh, what's David? Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. I'm a member of the Scottish Astrological Association because they let me do my first talk and they gave me a lifelong membership. <laughs> uh, so we did like this round robin thing where we had to guess the chart and I was able to guess it. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Um, well, thank you for answering the first question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, second question. Cool. What is your earliest memory connected to astrology? Um, my earliest memory connected to astrology is in third grade when I found out Pluto was no longer going to be a planet, I petitioned so hard <laughs> that when NASA actually decided to leave it go that first time, my teacher threw me a pizza party 
because I had had over, I got the whole school involved, sent it to NASA, was so involved. I found out later Pluto's on my ascendant. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. Passionately defending yeah. its, its place and power amongst the planets. <laughs> um, have you ever been to Flagstaff, Arizona? I have. Did you did you go to the Lowell Observatory? I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's where Pluto was discovered. Yep. I was there recently, earlier in the year. I, I and just to see the story behind all that, be the telescope mm. and all that. For those who are listening, if you're ever going through Flagstaff, you're outside of Phoenix or close to Sedona or going to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Uh, stop by Flagstaff and go to the Lowell Observatory. It's incredible, mm-hmm. Pluto. And I actually have. I walked out of there with two Pluto t-shirts. One of them was like, Pluto is a planet. Yes. And for those listening, when you're in the town and stuff, it's like, that's everybody's thing. If you said it wasn't a planet, it's like blasphemy in that mm-hmm. town. So, yeah. Well, and, yeah. you know, I, I say I'm a traditional astrologer. I yeah. do incorporate Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto into my practice, as a lot of us do. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. that's a thing. There's some hardcores out there who don't, but they, I know secretly they're looking. Yeah, I, I like to think of them as like the old gods comparable to the titans as compared to the gods. Yes. So that's yeah. kind of how I incorporate in my skits, which are stories of the transits. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I think about them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and by the way, for, for, for those listening, uh, when you're on TikTok, can yeah. you give quickly what you just said, what, it, what you meant? Yeah. So um, on TikTok, I personify the planets in sort of a skit format. And for every transit that happens, I tell you the conversation as my interpretation in story form to make it more digestible. And then the moon will translate that as she does. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, thank you for giving the extra all right, explanation. And yeah. thank you for answering question number two. Yeah. All right, we'll get to uh, question three here. And uh, what are you reading these days? It's not astrology. That's not astrology. Well, I actually work a lot with fiction writing. Mm-hmm. I help people write books that are like emotionally healing and all that stuff. Um, so currently, I'm reading the um, the Wizard's Butler. It's like a cozy fiction thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's all right. I do a recap on my blog and on my my own podcast every month of the books I'm reading. But the story I'm most immersed in right now is Tears of the Kingdom: Legend of Zelda. Yeah, and yeah. For, we're we're talking about a video game. Yep. And, that just came out um, for the Switch, and for those who are hardcore uh, video game players and Zelda freaks like mm-hmm. both of us. Yes. We've been waiting. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and I think it's interesting here because I asked you about a book, and I I, I don't I think I don't know when the change happened culturally Mm -hmm. but you know I came up with the first Nintendo Mm -hmm, me too you know and and all that and there's like gamers but you there was just this like I don't know we were still off to the side and eventually, the gaming world is huge. It's billions of dollar, a billion dollar industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think some it doesn't get the credit that it deserves when it comes to talking about like stories. Story, yeah. Right, and I, and, you know, in a sense, I know you're not going to spoil it for me right now because mm-hmm. I haven't started playing it. Yet. I wouldn't dare. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, is that what it is for you? Like, it's like mm-hmm. a book, like a story, like a, you know, like. Yeah, it's it's a you know, with a book, you can immerse yourself in the story that someone has written, and you follow along with that storyline, which is magic. Especially when you're using it for healing, you can go through an experience you wouldn't have gone through before and you almost get that by proxy. A video game draws you in almost even more because you get the visuals to guide you along, but you're also immersed in the action. Yes. You are taking the action. And so that story feels like it's happening to you in an entirely different way. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And if it's beautiful and exciting and all of those things, it's a really great uh, Neptunian way or Saturn in Pisces kind of way. Yeah, of definitely. Just yeah. changing your world a little bit for a while. Yeah, I think for those who don't game, you're like, oh, it's just a game, but what, you know what's going on is mm-hmm. like teams of writers. Mm-hmm. You know, they're writing this stuff. Is everything? Yeah. It's like writing a book. You yeah, know, it's or, creative. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, well, thank you for answering the third question yeah. and where we've gone in the third question. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw a little curveball with you, which I do in all this. It has to do with, with books and stuff. Fantastic. What's like an early thing, a book that when you're younger, another part of your life mm-hmm. that transformed you? Oh, man. Um, I think it was just books in general transformed me because they taught me a lot more than life experience did for where I was growing up. Mm-hmm. I was not, I have a very strong Saturn in my chart. So social life was not there as much for me. Um, books were. And so writing characters was very transformative for me. Um, I think the Artemis Fowl books are oh. probably my favorite because they were the ones that came to life for me the most mm-hmm. and got me thinking outside of boxes, which Saturn keeps you in the box, box sometimes. Yeah. Um, but they took me into other worlds. Yeah. And I realized, like, I don't have to be where I am. I can be anywhere. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're the vessel, it takes you somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Especially you mentioned something like if you were... I don't know you're just more closed off or boundary like and then you're in your fantasy world and where you can go and and it's your own space and what's possible you know so yeah yeah Um, well thank you (laughs) Uh, um, where can people find out more about you yeah, so um, connect at The Real Crystal Inn on TikTok, Instagram, wherever. Uh, I love meeting people and engaging with people. And my website is crystallinavitovich.com, um, spelled with a K, <laughs> mm-hmm. so that helps a little bit. Um, and it's in you know all the links and stuff. Yeah, so. and I, I put it in my yeah. show notes, just oh, so you know, by the way. Cool, the spelling uh, will be there. And I'm, I'm going to pipe in here and say that y- you, you're an author. Yes, I am. Yes, and and I know I know your books are on Amazon, correct? Yep. 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 They're on Amazon. Um, I have a shifted series, which is the end of the world told from a spirit guide's perspective. It's their job to organize it the right way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. So the frustration of what it's like to be the spirit guide, and it kind of makes you more cognizant of working in co-creation and cooperation with your own team of energies and I, awareness. I, it's interesting you're saying this. When did you write those? Um, I started writing those gosh, shifted the first in the series. I started writing in about 2015. Um, my first traditionally published book was in 2012, right near the, the whole end of the world, 2020, yes, 2012 yeah. thing. Um, but I've been writing since I was 13. I published my first book at 16 mm-hmm. because that's where I lived. Where's your Mercury? <laughs> uh, Mercury is combust with the sun in my seventh house in Taurus. Ah, okay. And, and uh, if I get this correct, you, we have Taurus, Gemini, and then we have a Cancer ninth house. Mm-hmm. With Jupiter. With Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, that's yeah. where I was going. You see where I went there. Yeah. I also think it's interesting of what you wrote about. Did you know about diamonds uh, before you did these books? Uh, I grew up in a very traditional Christian uh, household, but oh. I was a medium, so yes. I knew about influences. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. I, I totally. definitely didn't in, call them diamonds or muses because that would have been no. Yeah, but like angels yeah. or certain saints or something like yeah. that. Or I knew whatever. there was something with me. Uh, and I think yeah. I think the creative process. You definitely are aware that it's not a just you thing. Right. Definitely. Uh-huh. All right. Thank you so much for coming on a podcast yeah. here at the Norwalk Conference. Yeah. We're in a restaurant booth, <laughs> and the restaurant part is closed, the quietest place we could find. But um, I met you, when did I meet you? 
I volunteered for ESAR, and we talked a little bit before Norwalk last year. Yeah. And then we finally met in person in at person Norwalk. In person at ESAR, and then here you are here yeah. at Norwalk. And I met yeah. you at Norwalk here last year. Yeah, we met that's in Norwalk right. we last, met last year. year. Yeah. Then I helped at ESAR, and now that's we're back. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, I appreciate you, and, and I'm glad it's worked out, and, and thanks for coming on the podcast. The feeling is absolutely mutual. Thank you so much. 